What did the tree do when the bank closed? I don't know. It started its own branch. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this is where we're going today. <laughs> How do trees go on, get online? The uh, branch in that. They just log in. Ah. Oh. Yep. Uh. It's Friday night. Let's have some fun. Let's get together and play a ton with Matt and John and Mike and Bill. I almost forgot that other Matt too. So who do we got here tonight? John and I. Other Matt. Matt and I. <laughs> I'm the only one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you didn't want to make that hour drive yet two nights ago. Was I invited to that? I don't even know. I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I don't think Yeah, I'm you're always invited. I got open mics to do. I know. <laughs> <laughs> How many open mics did you play on Wednesday? I feel well, like you're doing... I'm in a new band now, so I got that practice, and then I got the open mic at Tickweeds. That was really fun. How many open mics are you doing? Like one? You're doing like uh, Sunday? It's, like, it's technically like six. I do two of them on Sundays. Wow. I was actually invited to another open jam this Sunday, so I got to go to that. People like the saxophone. Yeah, you're pretty good at it. They're like, and they're like, mm, I love that. <laughs> well, on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> Careless whispers. On Wednesday, uh, where were you? Dickweeds? Yeah, Dickweeds, yeah. That's so fun. I went um, dressed as, uh, I was going as Mr. Foster. From Killing Floor 2, it's basically a suit and a gas mask. But I went in with just the, without the gas mask on, just a suit. And a guy immediately was like, oh, John Wick. Because I got this facial hair. You can't see it on the podcast going on. And I look just like John Wick, I think. With with my glasses off, with contacts in. And, um, Do you and know Kung like, Fu? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a cool Kung quote. Fu. He's like, he doesn't Pencil stab food. him in the back. He doesn't stab the devil in the back. He just kills him for revenge or something. No. The Baba Yaga. <laughs> oh, yeah. The boogeyman. Yeah. No, he's not. John Wick's not the boogeyman. He's there to kill the boogeyman. Oh. The Bobby. So Wednesday we played. Everdell. With. Myself and you. And your wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, your wife was <laughs> That was a blur, man. I could have. Yeah. Oh, really? Did you not sleep? That yeah, that's why today. I got like 31 points. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. That's why you thought I was cheating. You're like, man, I don't even know what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> no one saw that. No one saw that. No one saw you pointing at me. So what is it? How would you describe that to Matt, who has no idea what we're talking about? Oh, within the charming valley of Everdell. Uh, no, it's a cool strategy game. It's actually really beautiful to look at. So you're building... Uh, each player builds their own city with the cards. So you get fifth, you can play up to 15 cards in your city, whether that is uh, structures or critters. Um, and each thing kind of has a point value to it. So you want to have the most points at the end of the game. And then there's different points along the game. There's like eight events. There's major events that are up top that are random. And yeah. then there's events that are on the board that are always there. Yeah. Hmm. So you can earn points with those those events but it's a cool like drafting worker placement game city building it reminds me a little bit of wingspan yeah that we played right so it has the drafting from the field and then you can you can play from the field so you're making like a city out of 15 cards and then they have point values i have a burning question does it have any relation to the elvish city of rivendell from uh, <laughs> <Lord of the Rings? laughs> 
Did Rivendell have talking animals? Talking oh no, animals they both have, have a river. <laughs> and Dells, they have laptops. <laughs> uh, I don't know if they have laptops in either of these. Uh, but anyways, yeah, it's a beautiful game to play. I had a lot of fun playing it. I think it looks more daunting than it is. But uh, once we got into it, it was really easy to follow the rules. Like each each turn, you can either uh, place a worker or play a card or prepare for the next season. So during your turn, you can place a worker in any of the spots available, and you can do the action for for that. Whether it's take resources or there's a spot called the Haven where you can um, discard cards and get resources for those. There's also like some random uh, cards placed around the field that they can have different effects, which is pretty cool too. Yeah, and those are random too because there's a bunch to pick up from the deck in the box and depending on how many players you're playing that's something you put out and then if you can't do anything like if you can't place a worker or play any cards you have to prepare for the next season mm. so you would take so the seasons run from winter to autumn so you're ending winter and then preparing for the season you take from spring and you get an extra worker and activated points based on whatever cards are in your city and then as you move along, you progress, you get uh, more workers. And then you get extra like bonus points uh, based on the activated bonus that's on the top of the tree there. Right. Yeah, um, it's cool. There's a lot of comboing. All the cards kind of combo off each other, Matt. So it's mm-hmm. so like you can play a card that's, that's a building, and you can use that card to play a worker for free without any resources. Critter. Oh, critter, sorry. So you play a critter for free that's associated with that building. So critters kind of give you extra workers like in... They give you extra points or resources or or like a, or effects yeah. in the game. Yeah. Sort of like uh, the wingspan birds. They have abilities on them. Oh, I see. But yeah. but different because they're activated once you play them. Okay. Or, or um, some of them have like this green little root thing and that means they can be activated during the season. Like at the, end of, at the end of two specific seasons, you can activate them again. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cool. It has like a lot of cool rules. I one thing that I thought was really cool was the very first season seemed so simple. Yeah. And then and then we're playing it and I'm like, uh, this is gonna be a really easy game. Mm. Well yeah, because you have what you start off with two two workers. So you can only move put one worker each turn or play cards. It's like you can only do so much in that first turn. But that second turn, I feel like where I feel like the second turn took the longest, or no? Was it the summer took the longest? I right. think. Mm-hmm. But that's how I like how it kind of like moved really quickly, like ramped up really quickly to like okay, we're actually getting in the thick of this game. And I feel like in real life, in the summertime, you're doing a lot of work. Yeah. Anyway, so it was kind of cool that. Yeah, that was kind of neat. How it, yeah, uh, played out in the game. Mm. Yeah, winter you have the least amount of people and so forth, and then finally when we got to autumn, we had the most workers. It's yeah. kind of neat. Hmm. Yeah, it was fun. It was a fun game. I think my favorite card that I played, got to play, was I think it was the Undertaker. So when you played, you discard cards from the meadow and then cards from my... No, you got to discard three cards from the meadow, which so you got to cycle almost four cards. It was five. There's only eight cards in the meadow, right? Yeah, but I I was able... I played through five cards. Yeah, very quickly. It was was awesome. No, because I played his card. Oh, right. So that, that left a spot in the meadow. Oh, and you, then I had to discard three cards. Right. And, and then you got to draw another one. And then you draw another yeah. one. So yeah. So five cards of the eight cards got cycled, which is really cool because you want to cycle the meadow. So you can actually play cards out of your hand, Matt, or you can play cards from the meadow. Hmm. 
So okay. the meta is like a collective hand for everybody. Oh, so anyone can play that. That's yeah. cool. That's a it's cool a, mechanic. Yeah, it's actually really, it was actually worked really well. Um, yeah. There's one turn in the summer. Remember, I, I was in summer forever at one point, but I was constantly playing cards out of the field. So the meadow is that because I know worker placements have some sort of competitive thing where you're trying to get something before someone else does. Is that one of the... No, the meadow was um, not. That meadow was just a shared resource where yeah, you pull cards to play yeah. for your city. But like the resource areas where you play your worker, yeah, those were still competitive. Those were, okay. but they did have a neat concept. One, yeah. a couple of the areas had like any amount of workers you can play to it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So like, there's like an exclusive one where you can only play one worker. So if someone has it, you can't get it. Right. But then there's other areas where you could play a lot. And actually, one cool concept that I really liked was that I could still be in summer while, say, John and his wife were actually in autumn. And at one point, I'm like, oh, John's going to go to autumn. So I waited for him to go to autumn before I placed my character to put it in a spot where I could get the most resources. So I actually planned that step. So it was a cool strategy that I saw. Yeah. You can control uh -huh. the rotation of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, maybe I'm in. Uh, no, you're right. I'm controlling the rotation of the Earth. <laughs> Turn it back. I was gonna say I'm in a different continent, but no, I'm I'm controlling rotation. Of the Earth. <laughs> oh, you made it logical. Yeah. Okay. There's a tree that's like in the middle, and it's out there. I don't know if that's actually needed, but it actually that's what drew me to get the game. Oh, really? Like just the way it looks. Because I felt like at one point I knocked over all the pieces on top of I it. Did. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> hmm. So I'm like, ah, I'm so clumsy. Now that I'm thinking back, I did enjoy the playthrough. I thought maybe there was a lot of things, so it was very easy to forget about cards I'm playing and abilities that are on the field. Oh, and I didn't like how I can play to cards, and then sometimes there's a worker placement that you put down in your area. Okay. And then sometimes there's a worker placement in John's area that I can use. So, and, and this is actually the one of the negative things. I felt one of the problems was that there's so many things going on that sometimes I forget that I can place a worker in my area or I can place a worker in John's area uh. or I can place a worker in all these other areas. And at one point we even forgot about the events. We totally were just like, oh my God, there's events in this game. Oh my God, I got to start playing to those. Because I felt like there's so much going on, which again is something like the more you play it the more you realize these things but it's just like for like your first playthrough and like trying to understand the game it was like this is like it's an easy game but it's also like really complicated so it's there's like a lot of moving pieces yeah it was super easy to learn but it was just like you just keep forgetting that there's other locations and places you can place your characters and i think that that was sort of a problem because because then they're like oh there's more expansions i'm like oh god <laughs> <laughs> i have to play more expansions like i can barely probably know what's on the board even if i did know really well was on the board, I still feel like I would be like overwhelmed, you know? So it's an overwhelming game. It's not for people who want, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, you're, it's not like Catan. Catan is simple. You play it, it has simple rules. This has like, it just gets more and more complex. Yeah, I was going to ask how, how complicated it is. So you already answered that. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, it sounds cool, but you know, it sounds like a big, big learning curve. Just got to keep playing it. And, and, like, and like Catan, what I like about it is maybe just because I, I played it so much, but it, it, it was pretty easy to get. It's all written down. Like, these are the things you can do. So it's you just like, I'll pick one to five. Oh, this one, you know, it's a little, I don't know. We, we see that fairly often, I, I think, with some games where I start and I'm a little overwhelmed with the amount of like this next game that we played, Gem Blenders. I thought there was so much to do. Right. That it was a little overwhelming. And I actually just kind of went, eh, whatever. I'll just do this. Who cares? And stop my turn just to move it along. Right. But, um, but then you realize it's easy, right? Like, well, then I realized it's, it probably wasn't optimized because I could have done a little bit more. 
but you know with 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 this game it just seemed like there's a lot of, there's just a lot going on yeah like john what did you what did you think of everything that was going on yeah like there's a lot to pay attention to and i felt my hand that i had i wasn't able to play really anything until autumn i did like how i was able to prolong my turn in the last season uh, i think i only had eight or ten cards going into autumn in my city and i was able to fill my city up to 15 oh yeah you mentioned that you mentioned yeah. how you're impressed that in the last season, you're able to fill up so quickly. Yeah, I was able to kind of figure out ways to manipulate my cards to be able to play better at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, still didn't really do me any any good, but whatever, that's fine. Yeah, and I think the only thing that I feel like is a weird mechanic is because you can each player can be in a different season. So I noticed that my wife finished the game early. And then kind of had to wait for the two of us to finish. And, and I was then, looking ways to, looking for ways to prolong my turn yep. so that I can try to, you know, uh, you were double my points. but She did too. Remember at one point she's like, oh, I could have played this. And then she like went in yeah. to <clears throat> play that. So does it have that standard mechanic where it, whoever finishes first, it, everyone goes one more round? Nope. It just keeps going. Until you finish all your seasons. Everyone does. Yep. So if okay. someone's out first, they just wait until the other people okay. finish. So Brittany had to wait like four or five turns, I think. Right, John? Yeah. I'd like that because I would like just blast through my turn and go get a beer or something and, <laughs> and enjoy it. <laughs> or like me that one time playing Wingspan. I start cleaning up the house. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I guess I'm going to clean all the beer cans yeah. right now. Actually, that's one thing about that game. I feel like it, eh, did turns, did turns feel like a long time? I feel like. During Everdell? I didn't think so. No, they went by pretty, pretty quick. quick. Yeah. Because you're doing just one thing, right? Yeah. So you're not waiting for someone to complete their whole board. Oh, that's one thing that we needed, a marker. There was a couple times where we forgot who's going. Oh, yeah. We ended up using the die that comes with the game. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So I like that, though. One action kind of thing. So you just do the thing. and Yeah, it was good. Definitely enjoyable. Just as a note, this game is on the hot list right now. People love it. It kind of got on the hot list around Gen Con and it hasn't left. And then what really helped it was they had a Kickstarter where they have two expansions. So if you bump them in the Kickstarter, then they would give you both. And that really kind of up their popularity and then it's also a good game good job starling games mm-hmm. and didn't it win an award of some sort uh yeah won the australian tabletop kanga award for best game of the year wow so congratulations so so speaking of three really good games this year um actually root well root this and wingspan which one do you like the best oh everdell um... wingspan or root all three of us have played well us you haven't played everdell but you played the other two um i actually I know last time I, I was on the cast, I was probably complaining about Wingspan a bit. I don't know, but... That's okay. Thinking about it, I'm like, I actually like that game. It was actually yeah. really cool. Like, I'm thinking about getting it. So, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I like You're it. a Wingspan convert, know, yeah, eh? You really, you really flipped that switch there. You're like, I, I hate know. this game. I w- birds, birds. I don't like birds. And now I you're like, like I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy two copies, one for each hand. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I do want to play it again, no, just to get another feel for yeah. it. Because I thought it was cool. And um, Root, I don't have a good feel for it because every, it again, yeah. every class or every race or whatever they were, division or something was completely different so i want to just play it again as you know the rabbits and play it again as the 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 wandering samurai guy or whatever but um it'd be cool just to try i actually kind of liked it i i got my thing and i only screwed up a couple minor rules (laughs) 
<laughs> I screwed up all the rules. We screwed up everything. <laughs> I don't think we played a game where, well, Wingspan, we didn't screw up the rules because I played it like eight times before we actually played it. Yeah. So. Riverdale, we didn't, or Everdale, we didn't, Riverdale, Everdale, we didn't screw up any rules. Um, I have, I have to admit something. You were cheating. <laughs> I knew it. I, did, I actually cheated with one card. I didn't realize it, and I'm like, because oh, you're only supposed to tuck one card underneath. The, oh, the dungeon? The dungeon. Because mm. I was letting me get a lot of points. I tucked two. And then I'm like, oh, man. I screwed up. And I'm just like, I'm just going to shut up right now. We never play any games right. I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> this is going to be great to cast about how I screwed up again. Okay. You, you don't feel bad. I mean, America overpopulates their prisons. So it's a normal thing. <laughs> so you're just doing it regularly. I think with Root, I have to play it again. Yeah. But I think out of Wingspan, just just give me a quick just give me a quick like this is what I play this is what one I want uh, Everdell Everdell yeah. I was gonna say Everdell too actually yeah. wow okay I yeah. want I want to try this it's yeah. a pretty quick game too yeah. uh, we could always bring it break it out sometime maybe next time it's yeah. like an hour honestly it's an hour it's quick is it very similar to Wingspan yes it and is no. But no is is it because we it's a worker placement it sounds like. And we played Kingsburg Knights. It's it's more it's more similar to Champions of Midgard. Midgard, yeah. And it's like a combination of Wingspan, Champions of Midgard. Okay. But Wingspan has a very unique mechanic of activating. This doesn't. Yeah, because Midgard, I think I only played it once. I liked it just because I love Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was kind of a co-op. Yeah. It was a cool game, and uh, Wingspan I like. Yeah. So yeah, combining those, I can see that being yeah. good. What's the theme like? What's uh, of Everdell? Yeah, uh, forest animals. Forest animals. Like, cutesy, <laughs> like there's like sea animals. There's like there's like some silence in there. For, forest animals, really? <laughs> like not knights? Are you talking about just like <laughs> yeah, like the look of the game? Oh, yeah, like the theme. Yeah, you know, you're, what's you're, it going for? Yeah, forest, forest animals. animals. Yeah, you're like woodland creatures. So you play as uh, there's field mice. Uh, squirrels, turtles, uh, hedgehog. Hmm. Okay. Sounds like kind of a tame theme, in my opinion. Critters. Critters. Um, yeah. It's critters. Like <laughs> Gators. Ba- like Bambi or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, you're not killing me. You know what? Um, it, it is pretty tame, but yeah. it's good. I like pirates, Vikings, knights, robots. Sounds like uh, <laughs> sounds like a board game you should make. They're all battling each other. Sounds like standard nerd It's like stuff. Matt's on a mountain and he makes them all fight. <laughs> for his love so on sunday or monday i read an article in cosmopolitan magazine and it was the top 15 i was gonna say top 15 better tips to having a good love life yes with board games <laughs> um twister was on there so that that could that could work twister um uh, it was the top 15 classic board games that will stand the test of time Okay. So, for example, like Monopoly was on there, Clue, Twister, Trouble. I'm not liking this list. <laughs> so, <laughs> what was it? But what it got me think. I don't even think Risk was on there. Because Risk is uh, people always fight. That's what I. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was like it was you know the classic games, Mouse Trap. But like most, I don't think Mouse Trap stood the test of time. I feel like people remember it, but I don't yeah. think it's like I oh it man. Closet. We should. We should actually yeah. play. Yeah, it out. I, I always thought it was a gimmicky game, you know, yeah. just something you play once and you're like, oh, that's fun. And that, it's like setting game. up dominoes and knocking them over so they make like a pattern. Mm. Yeah. Like, that's cool. So it got, me, it got me thinking. I actually got a lot of responses from that too. Like, you know, dominoes. I, I asked on our Instagram, you know, what classic game do you think stands the test of time? And, you know, there's dominoes. You said Scrabble. Oh, Scrabble um, for sure. 
Scrabble for sure. Everyone plays Scrabble. Yeah, that was on the list. We got a lot of comments on it that were like, oh yeah, that that is a good one. But my question for you guys is, what modern board game do you think will stand the test of time? Settlers. Well, Settlers of Catan, that was released around the 2000s, and it has, and I believe it is like a classic game. So yeah, that is definitely a good answer. But what do you think like recently, more recently? Think of things we played or last five five to ten years last five to ten years i know no katan doesn't fall in that but. no it does not okay mm. but katan's a very good answer because yeah. it is a very modern yeah. war game i think that, that would i think that does it will, like, oh yeah it's gonna be it's, it's totally classic i can name one pandemic is pandemic released in the last five ten years i don't actually know can you google that That's 2008 2008 so no but that's another one so that's with Catan. The bluffing game we play. Coup? Coup. You think that will still be good in five years? I think Werewolf. Oh, Ultimate Werewolf? Yeah. How old is that? How old is Ultimate Werewolf? I bet you that's older than 2010. That was a great party game. I remember once I, I, I like told everyone to look at the wall and I shook a bag of something like like treats and someone turned and looked at me, and I'm like, oh, that's the werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> they're just, well, they're just so paranoid of who's what. Another one I said, who's, who's up for a walk, a walk, a walk? And then, oh, <laughs> 2008. 2008, wow. Like 2008 was the year of board games. We should do a thing about it. That's really funny because it's like the recession. <laughs> <laughs> We're bored. Maybe, maybe that's all that came out. It's like, this is all we can afford. We're all through a werewolf, pandemic, and Catan. Uh, Catan <laughs> might be 2006. I don't know. I really like Sushi Go too. I I like how oh. it plays, how it's constantly moving. So you're more like the party game person. Yeah. Gonna stand the test. Yeah, I I like to when I go to a a party with people. I like it when people are having fun, and when you're sitting there and people are getting upset, and waiting for their turn. Yeah. I don't like that. Okay. I, I think <laughs> um, that medium game I played. That might stand the test of time. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to put that out there right now that it will stand the test of time, which is a huge thing because it was really fun. We had a lot of fun playing is it. Bill know, yeah. Bill is coming tomorrow. Come bring it. We'll play it. I'll send, yeah, I'll send him a message. But yeah, that game is awesome. It's just a really fun game. It's, it's tons of fun. Like, it's just so, like, you're mind reading and it's, it's crazy. Code names. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I played that at a bar the other day, and it was just we just had a blast. Like it was fun. Yeah, that's I put that up there with Scrabble. Uh, you know, like word games. Word games are fun, right? Like people love word games, which is why Medium is the next biggest hit that no one knows about. So, mark mark my words. Mark my words. I mean, as far as the non-party games, <clears throat> King of Tokyo. Yeah, King of Tokyo. I know I have Kings of yeah. New York, but Kings of Tokyo is such a good game. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm just looking at your your wall there, and well, you mentioned Dixit. I don't. I think that's from 2008. Also, yeah. <laughs> check it. I mean, it's modern. You know what? Uh, check it. Check it. I, I want to see if that's from 2008. I want to see if this is from 2008. <laughs> we're just like this is just the 2008 podcast right now. Dick. What I what I like from this conversation is I'm seeing that uh, Morosky, um is thinking more of the party games yeah. are going to last mm-hmm. stand the test of times. But I feel like board games are moving in a direction. Like party games are still popular, but they're more moving in the direction of like more complex uh, themes and longer playing 
periods. The games that we play now are an hour plus. We played games that had lasted four or five hours, right? But so. but I feel like I feel like the games that stand the test of time are not the ones that last four hours. The games that last four hours are the games people play like once or twice, be like, that took a long time. I don't have time for this anymore, and then yeah. move on. Mm. Like Risk or something. Like Risk, like yeah. Go on to Subway and took, take over it's Ukraine. Seinfeld joke <laughs> right there. From all of us at Friday Night Games, thank you for checking out our podcast. You can stream it on Spotify, Google Play, or visit our website at www.fridaynightgames.com. Also, Please like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Currently, we plan to release two to three podcasts a month, and we hope to keep you listening. If you have any questions or comments you want us to address on our show personally, please post one of our socials, and we'll get back to you.